Welcome to a special Freaky Film Club. I am your host, Jeremy Jordan, but I'm going to hand the reins over today to Damon Schneider of The Other Film Club, which is our guests this evening. So I'll let everyone introduce themselves. Yeah, so I'm Damon Schneider. I'm the advisor of the film club, and uh, this has been going on for 13 plus years. Hey everybody, I am Derek Fister of the Film Club. I've uh, been a member since 2009. It's been a wild ride, been a lot of fun adventures ever since. So happy to be part of this today and do some discussion on a very great board. Hi, this is Mike Putchell, and I've been a member of the group for about the same time as Derek and Jeremy, about 13 right. years. Cool. Well, let's get into it. So uh, it starts, the film starts with the neon sign that says Motel, hello, and then the O blinks out, so it just says Motel, hell. So that cues us up that it's going to be a horror film. Farmer Vincent uh, gets a shotgun off the wall. There's a preacher on TV, and Ida Smith, his sister, is sleeping. Uh, Farmer Smith gets in a truck and he's hunting in the bushes you guys want to pick up with this you guys know what happens next a girl and a guy come by on a on a motorcycle right so and uh he shoots the tire out and they crash right uh, it's some sort part? of trap i don't think yeah it's, it's i don't think he shot trap. it oh okay he didn't do that yeah. okay and Something then he set up I think he used a bear trap. Yeah, it was like some type of bear trap. Mm-hmm. And then Farmer Vincent hauls their bodies into his truck. Uh, the girl is still alive. So what did we think about the um, the girl? I and mean, what is the girl's name? Terry, who is played yeah. by uh, Nina Axelrod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terry Nina Axelrod. Yeah, who d- doesn't seem to have a lot of work. <laughs> No, like I think after this movie, she's like, I think that was good enough. <laughs> yeah, I peaked. <laughs> um, she was she was great. I thought she was awesome, actually. But real well, I don't want to weigh in too much because if, I'm going to spoil stuff. So yeah, and so Farmer Vincent is played by Rory Calhoun. Uh, Nina Nancy Parsons plays Ida Smith. Um, Sheriff Paul Link. Is um, character's name is Bruce Smith. Oh yeah. So there, he he's the so Bruce Smith is was a football player <laughs> in the in the nineteen nineties Buffalo Bills. So uh, it's not that Bruce Smith. <laughs> uh, so Bruce Smith and Farmer Smith are um, brothers, and they have a running sort of rivalry between the two of them. Uh. And yeah, so Nina Axelrod plays Terry. Wolfman Jack is Reverend Billy. <laughs> and then uh, Elaine Joyce, Edith Olson. Yeah. So the girl is still actually... alive. What were you going to say? The girl is still alive. Uh, 
and he decides to um, sort of, uh, I guess, fix her up from her wounds. Right. And he breaks the news to her, too, about the passing of Bo, who was driving. <laughs> so <laughs> sad. Devastated. Yes, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually kind of surprised. I'm like, I had to like double take myself. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Cheers. The guy who plays Cliff. Mm. Yeah. Cheers was in that mm-hmm. movie, which I was surprised. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't that guy also um, voice uh, one of the characters in Toy Story? I believe yeah. so. Wasn't it, he the ham? Yeah. yeah. The, the piggy bank? I, yeah. It was That's what his, I thought. I think his name is like John Ratson. What's his name? John Ratzenberger. Ratzenberger. Yeah. Yeah. Ratzenberger. Yeah. 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 That was the only person that I recognized from other right. stuff. Same. <laughs> yeah. He does a lot of voiceover work, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Farmer Vincent takes the girl to Granny's room and lays her down on the bed. Now, Ida says she will fix the girl's injuries. And then a family is at the Smith store buying meat. And so, oh, without, so beyond the hotel, they also are, they have this business where they sell meat to everyone. Right. Can I, can we go back for a second too, to the, the cemetery, like the, the whole law with like people can bury people. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. What yeah. the hell is up with that? <laughs> so apparently in this, in this town, um, you can't if someone dies, you can bury them just on your own. Uh, <laughs> and the cup is like extenuating circumstances or something. It's <laughs> a weird phrasing. I don't know. Don't right. it's yeah. bizarre. Just had to write that in there, I guess. Yeah. So they're yeah, they're selling this they're selling meat and everyone seems to like meat. And there's two twin girls <laughs> who are clearly this is sort of a rough uh, uh, no, the Shining was 1980, so I, I think that was before this film, hmm. right? Wasn't what, it the what, same year? This year was the sh- for The Shining. So they were both 1980. Yeah. All right. So yeah, the they, Shining I, was 1980. Because when I saw this, I'm like, clearly they're trying to um to make these girls look like the girls from The Shining, and they're playing Literally outside the same the year. Huh. And they walk back to where the meat is prepared. And then two pigs come off the production line, and Ida Smith wearing a pig's head jumps out to scare the girls. <laughs> you know what I was really surprised Great. about? I mean, like when you see the cover for this film, you think it is literally going to be a slasher film, but it yeah. really isn't a slasher film. I agree. Yeah, like more I, the, it's like more or less like oh, they're like killing these people. They're almost turning them in. Like okay, they're putting them in the ground and. Putting stuff in their heads and uh, right. prep for you know turning the jerky. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised because I well, there definitely is a lot of there is gore and there is people getting killed. It was I was expecting something different, like like you were saying, mm-hmm. more of a straight up slasher. So I was yeah. I was pleasantly surprised though. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, this was one of the, uh, I think you mentioned this, Jeremy, in a previous episode where. You used to like to look at the VHS boxes, the, uh, yeah. the horror films. This I remember this one distinctly as a kid, like when um, shopping centers where you would get groceries, they would also rent out movies, like you know, <laughs> uh, sort of before video stores. And like I would, you know, just I'd go to the horror section. I would just, you know, 
be mesmerized by the by the boxes. Nice. So farmer, so the girls, uh, they they get scared. They run out and they tell their parents. They get into their vehicle and roll up the windows, and then. <laughs> Farmer Vincent screams at them to be quiet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so then the next scene, Farmer Vincent is using a tractor. Uh, he opens up a gate covered in shrubs and then closes the door. So it's kind of an ominous kind of setting. There's something going on in the secret garden. And I right. even, in my notes, I labeled it secret garden and they later refer to it in the film as the secret garden. Uh, and then a police car pulls up. The sheriff is Farmer Vincent's brother, Bruce Smith. Uh, the sheriff comes into into the Smith store and rings the bell for service. But so we don't know that they're that they're related at this point. And then Ida Smith jumps on the sheriff as a joke. So what did you think of that? Oh man. Okay. So I, I got way, way ahead of you guys by talking about the burying stuff, right? <laughs> we didn't yeah. even get there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is, um, so it's supposed to be sort of like, we think that Ida Smith is maybe I'm going to kill the sheriff at this point. Cause we don't know that they're related. Okay. We'll plug that stuff in later. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that got me actually right away. Cause I, you know, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Farmer Vincent tells her to stop. Um, the woman is now awake and states that she wants to see her boyfriend. Uh, and the boyfriend's name is Hugo, you said? The, I think it's just Bo, isn't it? A Bo. Yeah. Yeah, that's the name. He's just labeled as Bo. Yeah. Farmer Vincent tells her he buried him at sunrise. <laughs> and then the sheriff asks what is going on. Uh, Farmer Vincent describes the crash to the sheriff and they all go to the cemetery to see the grave. Insert discussion about <laughs> burial <laughs> law. <laughs> the sheriff Very controversial. Be, yeah. Sheriff seems to be attracted to Terry as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who wouldn't and, be? <sighs> and then Farmer Vincent is... <laughs> She's beautiful. He's feeding pigs in the next scene, and an inspector comes to look at the pigs. Do so you oh, remember yeah. this scene? Yes, I do. He gets a little nosy, and yeah. uh, then uh, what doesn't Vincent just comes out and kind of intimidates him, and then he's like, "Your pig's hooves are infected. You better get them checked." And then just hooks it out of there. <laughs> but he also sees. He sees the gate with the shrubs and he, he starts to become suspicious over what you know what's going on sure. in that yeah. area. Uh, ultimately, he falls into uh, pig shit. So. <laughs> Is that what you have it labeled down as or marked down as in your notes? Yeah. Pig shit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he becomes frustrated with this and drives away. Uh, so cut to it's now night and the pastor is on TV. So this is the pastor from the opening shot. The girl is watching, Terry is watching the TV. Farmer Vincent and I tell her she should stay and rest for a while. What did you think about that? That She seems to be okay with that idea. 
I mean, is that plausible? No. <laughs> Not in reality, no. That seems absolutely insane. Like anyone in their Not right mind would be trying to get the hell out of there as quickly as possible. It's like, oh, this is very, I, I like this. It's like, when, no, if I like, if you, like beside her, you'd want to be the one leaving. And like, if you want to stay, you can stay. I'm just leaving. <laughs> yeah. Unless she was just like a drifter. She, yeah. she she was hitchhiking and she her her, her friend Bo wasn't actually not her husband at all. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we don't know her any of her backstory really. No, yeah, we don't. Farmer Vincent tells the girl that she's blessed for surviving and she tells him that she feels good being there. So that's the explanation. She feels good. <laughs> she Terry then goes off the bed. And the inspector comes back at night to investigate the shrub and the gate he hears strange noises and he starts to climb the gate so now we're getting we're getting into the heart of the movie over what motel hell is actually about the inspector falls off of the top of the gate and begins looking around he sees small burlap sacks moving and making noises in the ground so this is like the heart of the movie basically right yeah. And I did read that the, the you know the filmmakers they knew that this, they were making something really really bizarre that you know. Um, so, uh, what did you did you being the first time you saw this? What did you think was under the under the bags? Maybe they were moving. Uh, either like some at first I'm like or somewhat had to have been disappearing. But I didn't think maybe, I didn't think like they would be entirely like their bodies would be like put in the ground like that. I think maybe just like part of them might have been there or something. I don't know. But it, it, the fact that actually like trying to grow these people to the point like, okay, they would, eventually they're going to like taste good. Um, that, that was definitely like out of this, like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> Yeah, that was an angle I did not see coming. I, I like you said, I thought maybe it was going to be just parts moving around or like it was like bags with parts or maybe it was like, I thought maybe the opposite where it'd be like the feet, like the head buried down, feet mm. up. Um, but the angle they went with was, it was awesome actually. And then the having the, like the, the vocal cords cut out with the scars and like just, they can't even make no right. Oh God, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, the idea the idea being that um, they're sort of harvesting these human bodies for their meat mm -hmm. business, and somehow they yeah. know how to how to just went to to pick the body at the right time to make the best sort of meat. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, he's, so, Vincent's known for his uh, world famous meat, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't knock it till you try it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like the tagline of the movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he pulls the sack away and sees a human head. The vocal cords have been cut so they cannot speak. Uh, a human body buried up to their necks. Farmer Vincent hits the inspector over the head with a shovel. Yes. Um, so cut to later that night, a group of hippies in a van driving down the road. So. Farmer Vincent, he's again, he's setting these, um, these are going to be his next victim. So mm -hmm. let's discuss this scene. 
Like, what did you think of the scene? There is a great line right before they crash. Doesn't the dude just say, like, let's crash over here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I caught that too. Oh, like they're going to stay at the hotel? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Wait, and were those, if, thinking back, was that the same like group that that one guy had the really obscure like set of clothing on? Mm-hmm. It was like him and this other girl? No. That was that's after. Are you talking about the, okay. the swinger couple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that like comes a little like, later. Okay, because that that was like the main scene that like really said, <clears> okay, <throat> this is actually taking place inside the hotel. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's basically like that's like directly, almost directly after the hippie thing, but right? Kinda, uh, or well, Farmer Vincent had set another bear trap. So it was a bear trap. The van hits the trap, causing them to crash. Farmer Vincent comes down by the crash and pumps gas into the van. So this is a kind of a big plot point too. Is um, they have some sort of like some sort of nitrous oxide or something that knocks people out, and uh, they use this throughout the movie on their victims. So anyone who sort of like survived that the, the crash of the van is now has been incapacitated incapacitated by the gas right okay i forgot he did that he put that in there yeah they do that throughout the movie yeah farmer vincent comes home to see ida working in the meat area Um, ida gets in his truck and they talk about how they've been capturing people for years so this is where he gets the idea that this isn't just something that's you know, a one-time freak out. This mm-hmm. is something that's been going on. You know, that, and this is kind of where it t- ties in with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So clearly, this movie is uh, inspired by the events of oh, Texas yeah. Chainsaw, uh, and it's supposed to be sort of a, um, you know, a, a humorous take on on Texas. Because in Texas Chainsaw, it's the same thing. It's a family that are creating meat out of human beings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, Mike, you've never seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-uh. Oh, time for another freaky film club. <laughs> <laughs> inspired by uh, ten, Bundy, 10 Bundy's actions. That's what it was inspired by. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, again, um, it was a big inspiration for uh, Texas Chainsaw as well. Wait a minute. Who was inspired by... Texas Chainsaw. No, it was Ed Gein. No, is that is that who it was? It was Ed Gein. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say because, yeah, I I thought yeah, Ed Ted Gein. Bundy was much later. Yeah, with the killings. I should know this because my wife is like obsessed with all this true crime stuff, and <laughs> she like goes over like, oh, okay, we're with all the Jeffrey, uh, with all the serial killers here yeah. in Wisconsin, all that type of stuff. Yeah, and those two are the main ones from here in the state. I have a question. Uh, so, Jeremy and Derek, you hadn't seen Motel Hell before? No, mm-hmm. this is my first time. Oh, yeah, really? I've never surprised. seen it before. I actually never even heard of it until uh, we decided to choose this one. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. I am too after I, seeing it. Actually, it was ne- awesome. <laughs> sorry, I actually never saw it even. Oh, sorry. I mean, I've never even actually seen it at a store. But the funny thing is after Damon sent it to me, I went to Walmart maybe like a few days later, and there it was on the mm-hmm. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they had it probably because of it's Halloween now. 
they they, yeah. they probably don't have it normally just because of the well, well, just in general like i always look for like horror type of theme movies because i mean mm-hmm. i love halloween the original and all stuff like that but i never yeah. saw that movie at the shelf before until like okay mm-hmm. maybe it's just the fact that we're going to be choosing this it's just maybe that's why it stood out more than anything mm-hmm. yeah so they have a back hole and they begin to drill holes to insert the new bodies in uh, and then they plant the bodies, they laugh and repeat. It takes all kinds of uh, critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. They then begin to inject each body with a serum, and then Farmer Vincent cuts their vocal cords. So what do you think the serum was? Uh, I don't know, some kind of HGH or something. <laughs> yeah, something similar, something like that. Something that's gonna make the bodies taste good. Yeah. Yeah, like over the like over time, that's what's like, oh you famous jerky, people love it. And that's <laughs> that's what he was getting him prepped for was that. Yeah, there's a running joke that he doesn't use preservatives uh in throughout the film that that's you know that's why his meat is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh the next day Farmer Vincent, Ida and Terry and the Bruce Smith, the sheriff are having a picnic and discovering how good Farmer Vincent's meat is. Farmer Vincent says his meats are only uh, available for in like a hundred mile radius. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so I guess that's maybe one of the reasons that they're able to keep this on the down law is that it's, they just sell it locally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Farmer Vincent then tells a story of how he killed the family dog and ate it. <laughs> so uh, again, this is Terry. Like you think that at this point, Terry would just exit exit the film, you know? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, Ida and, and Bruce Smith, they're all family, so they think that's normal. But when you talk about killing <laughs> yeah. and eating a dog, you oh, probably. <laughs> Ida is about to tell tell Terry the secret recipe, and Farmer Vincent punches her in the gut. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. What what, what do you guys think of the Vincent character in this film at this point? Like with what he's been doing, like his his attitude, his personality, and all that. There's a duality to him in that. Throughout the film, and then at one point he sort of is a ruthless killer. But then he's a businessman, and then at some on some level he seems to actually care for Terry. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, he he's not he's definitely uh, a very round character. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a point too, like um, when those two were in the same room together, and they were going. She's like, "Oh, sleep with me or whatever, have sex." But then he like denied. It's like, no, we need to be married first. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, I was not yeah. actually expecting that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess he he watches the preacher on TV and he you know he takes that to heart. Mm-hmm. The sheriff then takes Terry for a walk. The sheriff and Ida. No, the sheriff and Terry must roll around the lake. The sheriff asks Terry to the movies, and she agrees. Later that night, Farmer Vincent and Ida go back to the secret garden. They are feeding the heads through tubes. 
So they have like these feeding tubes in order to get the, the bodies to grow. Yeah. They discuss when is the best time to harvest and Ida says what they are doing is important to the planet. So this is another sort of important point of the film mm-hmm. in that um, this idea that there's too many human beings in the world causing overpopulation. And so like what they're doing is a good thing by right. killing off people. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, get back real quick at the movie theater or not theater, but the drive-in scene, First of all, watching we haven't we haven't got there yet. We haven't. No, we haven't. Oh, got I there thought yet. we got. I thought you said they went on the date. Okay, I'm sorry. No, they just he agreed to go on a date. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. She did. Yeah. My notes suck. I I way off base. Okay, keep going. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, like Greta Thunberg would, uh, she'd be all for this this family's <laughs> plan. <laughs> so cut back to the sheriff and the girl. Oh, wait, so. Uh, the sheriff drives the girl Carrie to a makeout spot and puts his sirens on. This gets everyone to flee, and so this is one of the points where there's nudity in the film. Everyone's yeah. sort of had been naked, making <laughs> out later on. The sheriff and the girl then use Terry use binoculars uh, to view the uh, drive-in movie theater from a distance. So basically what um, the sheriff calls in to do um, the drive-in and he gets them to pipe the sound through the car radio, through the CD. And what did you want to say about this, Jeremy? This well, I mean, how uncomfortable would that be to watch a movie the entire time through a pair of binoculars? I, I mean, that would suck. Well, I have a comment, too, about that. I have a question. Yeah. Why didn't they just go to the movie? <laughs> Yeah, because they would have had to have paid. So this is that. That was the idea is that it's free if they watch through. The <laughs> so so oh, that's a good date. He's cheap. <laughs> uh, he is Farmer Vincent's brother. Yeah. And it was really weird. Kind of, he just like kind of really just forced himself on her. Yeah. So that so um so because i well, actually really liked that character until it happened i thought he was like the most relatable one in this so far because mm-hmm. he's more like normal and just trying to do his job <laughs> so there's two things going on in this scene they do cross cutting oh. so they cross cut between no uh, between <laughs> the... well tell me wait wait <laughs> i'm really <laughs> Why? Why not? Sorry, Dave. Well, I'm so, I haven't been saying too much just because I thought that we were going to talk more about everything later. But um, I that that uh, sheriff or whatever he is, he's a, he's a complete creep. I, I mean, <laughs> he was weird even before the force forcing upon her. I mean, he was very aggressive with trying to get her to go on a date with him. Okay, that's true. Um, okay. <laughs> nobody nobody is like normal in this right i would like to retract my statement uh saying that he was the most well he's still in my (laughs) eyes to retract (laughs) you can do what i said before about i don't want to get like the mob after me for being like backing this guy now that because i miss i forgot he was pretty aggressive from the start 
But okay, I'm sorry. Let's let's keep well, going. Well, I support you having, <laughs> you having your opinion. I just don't agree. That's, that's all. I was just curious because I do forget a lot of moments in movies, and that was a reminder of something that I forgot happened. But okay, you know, I wanted to add something too, since we're just going along with the movie. But didn't this is one thing that I found the funniest, and I don't know if you guys really noticed, but when that when the um, inspector the veterinarian when he fell into the mud did did any of you guys notice how he completely just didn't care that he had crap all over his back and he just sat right in his car yeah he didn't care (laughs) i mean that was a nice car he's he's with nice seats and he just gets in with all this shit all over okay so that bruce smith is with um terry in the car and then we cross cut with two women in another car driving down the road and the road is being blocked by fake looking cows (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so reluctantly one of the women gets out of the car to move the fake cows just as she's moving the cows farmer vincent jumps out with a gas mask on and gases the woman the other woman drives away uh, the sheriff attempts to make out with the girl at the drive with Terry at the driving, but she slaps him. And uh, yeah, then the Terry Bruce Smith jumps on her, uh, but then he stops when he hears that the, he hears the woman fleeing. Uh, the Bruce uh, Farmer Vincent over the radio. This is fucked up too because he's like when he hears this the scream, he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll stop." But like it was fucked up before that. Before you heard the scream, even if it wasn't her that originally screamed, it's like, whatever. The sheriff I'm going to lean to extra hard into this now. <laughs> the sheriff goes to save the woman who's being chased by Farmer Vincent's truck. The Farmer Vincent just so there's another car and they, they get stopped by the fake cows and now they push, Farmer Vincent's pursuing that car in his truck. Sorry. (laughs) What made it cool? Well, I just like that. Like, I didn't expect a chase. And I love the diet. Actually, the whole dynamic with the fact that they're brothers. And like, he's still, like I said, he does have a job to do. He is still a sheriff. So there's like that. I don't know. It's just, I I think it was really exciting because I really didn't know what was, where we were going to go with this. Like, I thought maybe he was going to find out right away. But of course, he didn't during the chase. They kind of. It ended differently. Yeah, so that's a good point to be made too. Is that um, Sheriff Smith is unaware of what his brother is doing with with the garden, the city garden. Uh, but he was aware of the the family dog. Uh, oh, yeah. So the sheriff <laughs> he goes in pursuit of the vehicles, um, and then the woman's car is being pushed into a lake by Farmer Vincent's truck. Uh, the sheriff's car gets stuck in the mud. And he falls in to the puddle trying to free it. That's farmer or that she had a sheriff falls in. So now the date just is ruined as far as with him and Terry. Farmer Vincent and Ida are in the secret garden when they hear a beep. A couple is at the motel trying to get a room. So they forgot to, to turn off the sign, the vacancy sign. And so now there actually is a couple trying to get a room. Um, so this is sort of a fun scene. Yeah. 
This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so well, my favorite part about this whole thing is that she just starts whipping the everything in the hotel room <laughs> like prior to, to, to what they th- what she thinks is gonna go down. She's so excited. She just like lamps and paintings and stuff on the wall. Like it's awesome. Yeah, so basically this couple that shows up to they think that they're checking into like a swingers convention, right? But they're not aware nope. that they're at the wrong hotel. I don't know how they messed up the location, but they're unaware of where they are. And uh, Farmer Vincent and Ida are aware that they're not aware. And so they decide that they're going to pull a prank and, and they go along with the idea that this is just like a swingers convention. And uh, they actually tell the swingers actually say, bring your daughter, because they think Carrie is, is the daughter of uh, Farmer Vincent. And then as Jeremy was saying, they go, they go to the room and uh, the woman is whipping everything <laughs> because she's so excited. I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, as a child uh, on Christmas morning, I would often whip the living room because of my excitement for opening <laughs> gifts. <laughs> yeah, so there was so much there, you would destroy all the gifts before yes. you go and, like, see them. It got the better of me sometimes. <laughs> So then Farmer Vincent and Ida come into the room and they rope the couple easily because they think that this is just a bondage game. Right. And then Ida and Farmer Vincent gas the couple. So I think the, the woman is, oh no, the guy gets gassed first and then the woman starts screaming because she's she's aware of what's now that this is a horror situation. That guy was pretty awesome too, the, uh, from the Swinger couple. He was yeah. funny. <laughs> Terry wakes up the next morning and seems happy. Farmer tells Terry he wants uh, to tell her he wants to tell her the secret of smoking the meat someday. <laughs> so he's about to, you know, try. It seems at this point he's going to bring her into the into the the cult, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the girl, uh, Terry kisses Farmer Vincent on the cheek. Uh, while Farmer Vincent is on the tractor, the, Terry wanders back to the, where the meat is made. So this is sort of where the twin girls went back towards the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. Kind of, this is what's known in in, um, in horror films is the very bad place. Mm-hmm. That's where the monster lives. So this is sort of the very bad place. She Terry notices a secret door and enters, but um, Ida jumps out, scaring the girl. Ida takes. Uh, so then we jump to uh, later on that day, and Ida takes Terry swimming with an inner tube. So we we should probably talk about this scene. This is awesome. <laughs> the montage when it, the, the music and everything when it starts out, like I was laughing my ass off. Just so random. <laughs> so they think. Yeah. You know, so basically, Ida appears to be making friends finally with Terry, right? In this scene. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, what happens, Mike? Do you remember what happens with with, with what Ida does in the scene? Are we talking about when they're at the pool? Yeah, when they're they're in the inner tubes. Oh yeah, she uh, had a like a little 
switchblade or a, a box cutter and she popped her inner tube and tried to drown her. Yeah, so both of the characters, Ida and Terry, they were Mike, they both remarked that they can't swim. Uh, mm-hmm. And so when Ida slashes her inner tube, Terry comes to rescue, but then Ida jumps out of the water, kind of like almost like Jason and yeah. Friday the 14th, just jumps on her, pulling her under, hoping to um, to kill her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is one of the more dramatic scenes of the film for sure. Terry said she couldn't swim either. Yeah, they both remarked that they couldn't swim. Convenient. So uh, basically what happens is Farmer Vincent comes to the rescue. He jumps into the lake to save Terry, and Ida claims to Terry that the drowning was an accident. Here, So this is another point in the film that how many so okay her boyfriend has, has died uh, just a day or two ago um she learns that this family has cooked a, a dog and ate it and now she's almost been killed through through this drowning i mean how, what are the chances that she sticks around at this point? <laughs> well and if i'll add too she was sexually assaulted yeah yeah by the sheriff yeah I mean, that would have been like number one to get out of the area, but no, she still stayed stuck around. So claimed it was an accident. So Farmer Vincent and the girl and Terry are now in the bedroom together, Granny's bedroom, and the girl expresses to Farmer Vincent that she's attracted to him uh, by kissing his hands. <laughs> Terry tries to have sex with Farmer Vincent, but he stops her saying that they should be married first. So again, what did we think of this scene? Because this is kind of a key scene. Well, I mean, like what you were saying, it says a lot about our villain and now right. he's very he's not well like grounded. A, yeah, he's not straight out just gonna go with whatever he wants. He like has morals too. Mm-hmm. And it shows like, oh, he has a uh, limits that he can only go up to. It's like, nope, I can't do anything until we're officially like hooked together, you know, tied the knot and all that stuff. So Terry has to be alone at this point, and Farmer Vincent then goes to a preacher to begin the marriage process. Uh, He spots the sheriff in the car looking at a Playboy magazine. (laughs) Every time uh, I think it's not going to be included in the notes, of course it is. (laughs) 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 I just get get so excited. (laughs) (laughs) The detailed notes. Great moment. Great moment right here. So the t- uh, um, preacher tells Sheriff Smith about the wedding, and the, uh, the sh- Sheriff Smith is very suspicious and jealous of the marriage, and he races to the motel to stop the wedding. So apparently, at this point, it's a it's sort of a love triangle between Terry, Farmer Vincent, and the Sheriff Smith. They sort of all. You get the idea that they probably don't see too many girls around there. Parts, <laughs> right. Not on that side of the line. <laughs> I'm just going to, if I could add something too. Sure. I mean, to me, I, I, I also just found it disturbing the age difference between Terry and 
Vincent. I mean, he's oh, like yeah. 60. It's it's I was going to say it's like a 30 year difference between those two characters. Yeah. I think it's even more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I so you know, I've been kind of holding my tongue a little bit with these morals that we're talking about <laughs> that he has. But um well, there is own. <laughs> there is own. Yeah. Not the best morals, but there's something there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's something all right. <laughs> <laughs> So the sheriff breaks down Terry's bathroom door to ask her about the wedding. So I think Terry's in the bathtub at this point. Yep. Yep. She and, is. <laughs> and there's a great line here. And the sheriff tells Terry that Farmer Vincent has syphilis of the brain. <laughs> that, that's the reason why he shouldn't marry her. That'd be a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> that would convince me. Farmer Vincent then pulls a shotgun on the sheriff and forces him to leave the hotel by shooting, uh, by shooting a shotgun at him. So this is so again there. Remember these are almost like Cain and Abel at this point, where they're you know two brothers willing to kill each other. Uh, yeah, didn't he fire a round into his own wall? Yeah. yeah. Farmer Vincent shows Terry the wedding ring and they begin to celebrate by drinking champagne. But Ida attempts to, to poison Cherry's champagne while she kisses Farmer Vincent. So this is a little bit, I was a little bit confused by because it, it makes it seem as though Farmer Vincent and Ida had planned to um, uh, kill Terry. Yeah, that's kind so, of what I was thinking. So he's they they're not going to get married. It was just an elaborate ruse to. I, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good yeah, question. I, I guess that this is, that was the one point I, that I was confused. I thought are they going to bring her into the family? Maybe they're they want to show her what they're doing and then see if she accepts it. I guess that's that's the angle I would. That's the only thing that make, makes sense. Sure. As far as um. So uh, Farmer Vincent uh, was in on the poisoning of Terry. The sheriff returns at night to see what is going on. Uh, the sheriff finds a tire that has been sabotaged. So now he's starting to piece together what's what's been going on with these people that have been dying lately, and you know these screams he's heard over the CB. He's starting to begin to suspect that his, his brother is behind it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in the secret garden, Ida and Farmer Vincent expose the heads to flashing lights that calm the heads. So the heads are being hypnotized. <laughs> so what did yeah. we think of this scene? Pretty bizarre. Uh, really random. I mean, I guess it was kind of like, I don't know. It was nice of them to do that. They didn't. Have, <laughs> they didn't have to do that. They could have been just like, ah. But so yeah, this this machine hypnotizes the head in some ways, and uh, it makes it easier for them to, I guess, to pull the heads off. You know, because that's ultimately what they do is they put ropes around the necks of the hypnotized heads, and then um, Ida using the tractor. Um, snaps their necks uh, with the rope. 
and then Farmer Vincent pulls the bodies out of the dirt for harvest. And Bruce Smith, the sheriff, finds the car from earlier pushed into the lake. And the sheriff then comes back to the motel at night while Ida and Farmer Vincent prepare the dead bodies for the meat process. Uh, the sheriff sneaks into the house to save Terry. One of the bodies in the secret garden is able to escape. So it seems as though that was Bo, right? Yep. So the, the, the love interest of Terry from the beginning of the film apparently did not die. He was being harvested. And he somehow manages to escape um, out of the dirt. He, that's a, he took a pretty nasty spill at the beginning there. He certainly looked to be in rough shape when he was on the pavement, but whatever. Yeah. So um, the sheriff tells Terry what he has found and tells her that she may be in danger. Ida begins cooking the bodies in a giant pot. Mm. Ida then goes to the kitchen to get a snack. So this is kind of like a, a little plot point as to like, the script wasn't, wasn't is quite as tight as it should have been at that point. They just kind of had to invent a reason for her to sort of catch Terry and the sheriff together. A snack. <laughs> yeah, because Farmer Vincent, she wants to eat some of the body and then Farmer Vincent's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's right. So the escape body, Bo, he begins to big, to dig out, dig up the secret garden. So he's digging up the others that are still trapped and that are still alive. So at this point, it almost becomes like a zombie film. Yeah. Uh, I mean, by that, he, that point, all those characters are like zombies. Well, I can't speak. Um, but I think they have their mental faculties still. Uh, because they 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 begin to dug up bodies begin to walk towards the hotel. Uh, Terry then spits on Farmer Vincent's face. So now I guess, you know, Terry is aware of what was going on and she's aware of everything. Um, Farmer Vincent kind of goes nuts at this point. What do you think, what are your thoughts on this scene? I mean, <laughs> Pretty wild. Guys, uh, what do you think about that scene? It's 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 normal. Normal thing. <laughs> no. Well, it's the first normal time thing, in the, you know. it's the first time in the in the film that Carrie has actually responded like a normal human being, you know, she spits in his face. Mm -hmm. I'm not Finally. remembering which which like part kind of showing real about. restraint. Is this when she was um in the butcher shop area and and he caught her or or what yeah my let's say terry spits on farmer vincent's face so yeah i'm assuming that they they went back to they went back to where the meat is made and saw that okay um, and I that's when she back. really showed more restraint than she has like ever with that character. Ida goes back to get the sheriff with his attack by the dug up bodies. So 
that was kind of a cool scene. Um, basically, like, uh, it was basically, a, it's a zombie film at this point where Ida is overrun by all the, the people who she had helped bury. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I put down, it, it appears that the dugout bodies kill Ida, but we don't know that for sure at this point. Uh, and then Farmer Vincent tells Terry about what makes his meat, about how he makes his meat. So at this point, he's revealed that basically he's a cannibal. Right. Uh, Vincenton tells Terry that he's doing the people he kills a favor because of the state of the world today. So again, this gets back to our, uh, you know, our the theme of of going green. I guess you know that the that the population is uh, there's too many people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and this actually is. There are people who think that, that, that there's too many people in the world and that there's even politicians that say that um, we shouldn't have kids because they cause too much pollution. You know? So it's, in a way, the movie was ahead of its time on some of these, uh, these concepts. That's what uh, inspired Thanos to get the stones and snap his fingers if people are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A farmer Vincent tells Terry that there are too many people in the world and not enough food. So he says, this, uh, this takes care of two problems at the same time. Terry is disgusted about the meat process, and she attempts to escape uh, while Farmer Vincent goes back to smoke the dead bodies. Uh, Farmer Vincent attempts to gas Terry, uh, but then Bo jumps in through a window. So there's sort of like this ga- glass window up top, and he comes through the roof. Uh, what did you think about that? How how was Bo able to find where Terry was? Was that realistic or a little bit of a plot hole? Well, you figure there's really there's only so much area to look, right? Eventually, you're gonna f- figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. You kind of I don't know if the if the area where you're cooking human bodies that you would have a, a glass window uh, <laughs> people just don't yeah, yeah you wouldn't want like people you wouldn't want people like walk on by like oh look at that that's, that's okay. true yeah <laughs> yeah it's essentially bow that's how he discovers them is through just looking through a glass window right uh so farmer vincent chokes bow to death and pushes him into the smoker the sheriff wakes up so Bruce Smith had been knocked out uh, and breaks into the, to the back room, meat room. Uh, the sheriff finds Terry tied up and then begins to hear a chainsaw. So this is when we're starting to get, you know, really close to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because mm-hmm. at this point, um, Farmer Vincent is wearing the fake pig's head from the beginning of the film that jumped out to scare the two girls. And uh, he's yielding a, a chainsaw, it's very much like um, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. So at this point, like it's it, the comedy is supposed to be, you know, pretty obvious as to um, uh, that this isn't a serious horror film. This is just sort of a spoof of a horror film. Right. And that's actually what Roger Ebert, I read Roger Ebert's review of the film. 
And he actually gave it a, so Roger Ebert, I should say, is considered to be one of the big film critics of all time. He had a, a, a television show, um, I think it was called At the Movies, with Gene Siskel for many years. There are two Chicago-based film critics, and uh, they would often disagree with one another. Uh, and that was kind of uh, what made the show fun, was that they would disagree. But he's considered, he won uh, um, a major uh, journalism prize for his reviews. And so he's considered to be, you know, a really well-respected film critic. Um, and he gave it three stars. He gave uh, because he he doesn't like films like Texas Chainsaw. He doesn't like those straight up horror films. But um, he liked this one because it was more just of a spoof. And there was a series of films in the seventies called uh, Airport. Is anyone aware of these films? Airport. Yeah. Airport. I've heard of them. Yeah, they they won a lot of Academy Awards. If you go on YouTube, you can watch the trailers. Uh, for they're really they're like five six minute long trailers. It was kind of weird back in the seventies that they would have trailers. So basically, and then in, like right around the same time, um, uh, the Zuckers made Airplane, which was a spoof of Airport. <laughs> and so basically, this was was uh, this film is a spoof of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, at least according to uh, uh, Ebert. So, what, the, what was everyone's thoughts when they saw Farmer Vincent come out with the with the pig head and and with the chainsaw? Awesome. I mean, kind of like the same thing, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like kind of just went in my head right away. Um, like, kind of like what you were already saying, like, okay, this is like a spoof of that exact image that you would imagine from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not taking it seriously, like on the actual movie itself. Mm-hmm. This is more of like a funny take on this and the scenario that was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I consider Texas Chainsaw to be one of the best horror films ever made. So, uh, yeah, it's, so it's right that I could get a spoof for sure. Uh, so, where are we at? Um, so, the sheriff finds a chainsaw on the wall, and the two begin to fight each other with. Chainsaw. So at this point, clearly it's you know we're supposed to be laughing at this point um, at what's happening because it's just so ridiculous. Uh, the fighting accidentally causes the meat cutting machine that Carrie is strapped on to come on, uh, which endangers her life. So this is the the classic trope that you've seen in films before, where like in a James Bond film, where someone's strapped to to a, uh, some sort of um, moving device that you know, in a, a matter of moments is going to kill the person strapped to it. So it's supposed to set up a lot of drama. Uh, Terry wakes up and realizes she is about to be cut off. The sheriff is able to, the sheriff is then is able, wielding his chainsaw, he's able to stop the machine just in time, so just before Terry is killed. Um, and he's also mortally wounded uh, Farmer Vincent with a chop to the side. His, he is not, it's not a knockout blow, but he's going to bleed to death clearly at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then Farmer Vincent tells the sheriff that he can have the motel and the secret garden. 
in his dying words. Yeah, just go right and have it. You can continue. It's no problem. <laughs> and then Farmer Vincent tells, uh, says that he's been a hypocrite his entire life because he actually has been using preser preservatives in his meat. And then that those are sort of his dying words. Is that mm -hmm. you know, and so that clearly that's supposed to be you know a big laugh. That was funny. That did get me. Carrie and the sheriff then find Ida buried upside down back in the secret garden. So Ida, her feet are sticking out of the ground instead of her uh, instead of her head. So it's I guess maybe she's gonna die because of uh, lack of oxygen. Uh, and then the very the sheriff seems concerned about his uh, what's gonna happen to his reputation once the the event, the, the regular public finds out what has happened, you know, like the fact that he's he's related to uh, to this killer and his killer sister. Uh, and so uh, Terry suggests that they just burn everything down and just kind of leave it at that. So what were your thoughts on that on the end of the film with Terry just suggests that they, they just burn everything? I mean, that probably is the most solid plan of action. And I was happy to see that it actually seemed to all work out for every, well, for the two, well, two people, uh, <laughs> for some people, <laughs> sometimes it doesn't. And, um, well, yeah, I think that, uh, that's what I would have done too, is just burn that place to the ground and then got out of town and started a new life. <laughs> and maybe not gotten so handsy in the future. <laughs> Yeah, so we I don't know what's going to happen with um, Sheriff Smith because he's, I guess, still the sheriff of the county. He's going to just have to sweep everything under the rug and pretend, you know, a fire wiped out his brother's place and <laughs> everyone just died. Maybe he can get some insurance money from that and just move to Mexico or something. Uh, Derek, your, your light has gone so dark that it looks like... Uh, I know, it looks kind of creepy, doesn't it? <laughs> Those uh, um, horror films from a, a few years ago where uh, it was all like sort of on Facebook where the killer was. Oh, yeah. 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 It got dark here really quick. Uh, just like in uh, Seven Bridges. Yeah, that was yeah. really quick too. I mean, like how Mike, when you were saying when we were out there, like it's dark there where we were, but back home it was still light out. <laughs> Yeah. I had a question. What was um, the very last shot of the film? I don't remember. You know, like I how, think it, was how, of the, how I think it was of it was of the sign. It was of the hotel sign. Oh, it explodes. That's right. Yeah. It blows up. Yeah. But then so so Terry, where did she go? It's the sound of an explosion. But I don't think we actually see an explosion. We just hear that. Oh no, there is. We do say that we see it. It, it does explode. The sign. Yeah, I thought I remembered seeing it explode. Yeah. But then, where does Terry go? I, I can't. I watched this like a month ago. It's never said. It's they just oh. the, the explosion occurs and it's never said. It's okay. You know, it's, okay. We're just left to to decide ourselves on what happens with the characters. Do we think mm -hmm. after all this that? Um, the sheriff has any chance yet with uh, Terry? No. <laughs> this is gone. If Terry 
has any sense. <laughs> no. Just get out of there. Well, yeah, I mean, Terry, this, this is going to sound harsh, but Terry's an idiot. <laughs> and she may have, he, he may still have a chance only because of that. I mean, yeah. Just that's all. That's yeah. All. No, that's <laughs> fair. So, what was everyone's top moment from this film? Well, my hell yeah moment was the chainsaw <laughs> duel because yeah, I just love the fact that he is just won't stop laughing the entire time, uh, <laughs> Vincent. He just won't stop. It's like it's it's great. It was uh, really had me on the edge of my mattress this morning. <laughs> like you so. could tell, like he was actually enjoying and having actual like fun doing that scene just like as performing it in general yeah yeah. and it added to like the actual scene itself like like just the laughing like how like crazy he actually is right yeah yeah so that was mine Derek what about you what was your favorite moment of the film uh literally finding out what the about the garden was I mean that was something that I've never I mean never even hearing heard of this movie before and just seeing that for the first time okay that that's unique i've never seen that before uh very strange <laughs> to get you know bury people like that and try to get them prepped to you know be needed later on um so i thought that was unique that really stood out to me the most and then going with what jeremy was saying with the actual chainsaw duel that was enjoyable too uh, mike what about you i'm not really sure i mean i I had watched that movie. I had seen it years ago. Uh, my dad and I watched it a few times and we laughed at it. Um, <laughs> I, I got to say, though, watching it again just last month, I, I couldn't get into it very much. I, I just, no, no I, I could not get into this movie. I, I, I'm not convinced, Damon, that this movie is meant to be a spoof. Uh, now, maybe if I see Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I will change my opinion on that. But I'm not convinced. Um, to me, this is just a bad movie. I, I don't <laughs> think that this is meant to be a spoof. I I just couldn't get into it. I, <laughs> well, you, you know, it's funny you say that because I was reading the Wikipedia page today and it said they set out to make a big budget serious horror and because oh, of did they really because of what they had to work with it they're like it's a spoof okay <laughs> that's kind of how they made it seem in the in the the when i was reading the the wiki page but but I, in my opinion if i were if someone told me that it was a spoof going in i would believe them uh-huh. I, yeah I, you know yeah. i i i genuinely laughed out loud at certain parts of this at this film and i was i was surprised pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. by it well, were those laughs genuine or were you laughing because like, oh my God, this is awful or was it legitimate? Like this is actually funny. Okay. Well, a little bit of both. Genuine laugh came from the chainsaw duel because of the ridiculousness of that. And I think they mm-hmm. knew it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the dialogue, I think like was intentionally funny written in there. Some of it was unintentionally funny. There was definitely mm-hmm. some plot holes and scenes that I laughed at that were unintentionally funny, but maybe mm-hmm. like I'd say 50-50. But there okay. were certainly some things I think that they knew that they were doing that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I mean, I Do you think know, the film... Uh, oh, go ahead, Mike. I was just going to ask if anybody knows like 
the background of who directed it and like what what they had done in the past. Uh, Kevin Connors directed it, but I don't know what he did. Do you know? Dan? Okay. Check. Um, so I want to pull up IMDb quick. Okay. I, I'll, I'll, just to fill in, um, I thought it was highly original uh, and very, very creative, actually. Um, the thing with the heads at the end, it's all just the, the, this idea that they're, this family is capturing people off the road and then burying their bodies and selling them meat. To me, that's just, you know, like, I realize a lot of the scenes weren't well acted, but I do think that this actor who played Ida is actually a good actor. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just from a so pure original standpoint, I thought it, I enjoyed it. I mean, when I watched this movie, I thought of, like, yeah, it def- like, Damon, what you're saying, it is original, it's obscure, it's, like, it's it's definitely, like, odd. I mean, I go back right away to Halloween 3 about how odd that film was in general. Like, I mean, that was, it was odd, but it was also enjoyable to the point, like, okay, this is, this is, it is like a whole break from the the original Halloween series itself with Michael Myers, but like the whole story itself, like how they're killing, the way they're killing people, you know, Mm -hmm. and that kind of related, like, okay, this is a weird way to kill people in this movie too. Let's bury them on the ground and like, Eat them this stuff to make them taste good. So I mean that it added that yeah. <laughs> weird obscurity originality to it, um, and it also stands for that time period, like in the eighties, about all those types of weird B movie type of horror movies that were coming out. They were always they were all low budgets. The acting was never very good. The dialogue wasn't the greatest either, and mm-hmm. that this definitely fits into that category. Right. So the director Kevin Connor. Um, he actually has, he has a lot, he has 79 credits, but mostly TV movies, mostly TV movies. And like his um, last main credit, it said like was 2017, I think. Mm. And then he's got something going on right now that's currently in production or post. I, I would say I had two hell yeah moments. One would be when Farmer Vincent just out of nowhere yells, screams at the girls in the car. I thought that was funny. And then uh, Ida trying to drown Terry. Uh, that, I thought that was, I didn't see that coming. I, I didn't, you know, I was, I was surprised that that happened. And it was just a really well done scene. Right on. Would this be a movie that you guys would probably want to say, okay, it definitely fits into my category that I want to watch this every October, every like at least once a year? Not, no, I'd probably like once a decade. You know, I'd have to forget. I'd have to forget so it would be original again. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is something I could actually probably put on in the background pretty often. I, I really <laughs> got into this. <laughs> I mean, I'll get into my final rating here because I, I gave it four nudie mags out of five. <laughs> uh, four nudie mags? I was going to do severed heads. Nice. <laughs> and I give it, um, I guess, three and a half nudie mags out of four. <sighs> I give it 2.5 out of five. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not with you guys on this. I'm sorry. Maybe I've changed. So that, 
Maybe it's like a one out of five. (laughs) Yeah, I I really am there, like one and a half. Um, I just, I, 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 you know, I I know that it's, well, it is, but (laughs) I don't think it's that good. Um, Which is fine. I, I, which is good, but there there should be a little bit of a discussion in there, like difference between all of us. We can't all just suck off the movie. (laughs) Well, here's my problem. One of my problems is, I think that they they tried really hard for us to understand um, Vincent and their their motives, but I mean, to me, I don't. I'm not. He's still just a straight up psychopath. I, I feel like they're just justifying their desire to terrorize people, and then it's not like they're, you know, they they made the comment about how they. There's a hunger problem. Well, okay, so at the same time, you're going to be a capitalist and make a lot of money off of these people. <laughs> right. Maybe I'm thinking too deeply about these things. But... <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> Mike, what did you... you like Rob Zombie's films? I haven't seen those, no. Uh, so you never saw The Devil's Rejects? No. Uh, what about Jeremy? What, what are your thoughts on The Devil's Rejects? Good film. I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah, I would say that would be one of my top horror films along with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So it might be the case that it's just you have a darker sense of, uh, you know, of um, humanity. So we, like to see, <laughs> we like to see really strange, twisted things. The Devil's Rejects launched Rob Zombie's career, right? Uh, no, he did uh, The Host of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, that was before. Because yeah. I just I clicked through a list of 15 must-see films of fans who like Motel and Hell, and it was just like, yeah, Devil's Rejects and House of yeah. Thousand Corpses and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, mm-hmm. uh, 2000 Maniacs, which I haven't seen, uh, Cabin Fever. Uh-huh. <laughs> we should Top, do that. Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Yeah, like the other thing I was going to bring up too before we ended is I, I do have those 250-ish plus, you know, DVDs of horror. So if you guys want to keep doing this on a regular basis, that's, you know, we can we can uh, do that, especially since you lost your co-host, Jeremy. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I would definitely be down for that. It was, I would say, I will say though, after watching these, I, you know, Throughout the you know the years that you've been doing them, uh, it was more difficult than I thought it would be to go through this. That actually, like, do, you have to be prepared and you have to come with, uh, you know, you have to come to to be ready to be on camera and to you know mm-hmm. have things to say. So, yeah, I uh, uh, that makes me appreciate it more when I watch when I when I watch in the future when I watch the future episodes that how much work goes into it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. So I, because I have always, whenever you do the the Media Pod Smash episodes, and I have seen all of them, uh, these are some of my favorites, just because I love film in general. So I like to, I get to see to watch, I get to watch, you know, films that I haven't seen in a long time, and right. it's fun to, you know, to for people to make jokes about the movies. You know, I like that mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, uh, I hope you you keep doing them, uh, and I hope that we keep doing them for sure. Do you still have more well, stuff? I- things yeah yeah i have some i wrote some comments down 
Um, just one quick thing, Damon, you, you said before that he put the, the fake pig head on. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you mean fake? Like it was big over, the- oversized. Like it wasn't a real pig head. It was, it was gigantic. Oh, so that wasn't meant to be a real pig's head. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think a pig would get that big. Do you think that he could even see out of the eyes? He must have, yeah, because they were fighting when they were fighting with the chainsaws. They were going, you know, kind of like it was like a, a sword battle. So yeah, he must have been able to. Did anybody notice? Um, like Jeremy mentioned the the laughing and stuff. Didn't it sound like like the laughing wasn't even like coming from him? Like just like the audio engineering sounded weird um and it sounded like the same laugh track over and over again did anybody else i guess i I guess i didn't pick up on that i'd have to like look back at again but that is commonly done in certain films like they reuse a laugh track or a previous scheme or something that somebody right did right and it didn't sound again i i don't know i guess i come from looking at things a little from a different standpoint but it didn't even sound like it was him. It just, it it just sounded disconnected. <laughs> I was, like it was coming from somewhere else in the room. Hmm. Um, I'll have to watch it again. I don't know. I'm a simple man, Mike. I was just happy to see two people <laughs> with chainsaws going at it with pig heads. Yeah, I was just excited. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. I that was the my favorite part. Um, I didn't. Um, I didn't notice that though. Yeah. And then, so just a couple things too. Um, now, obviously, this was a fictional film. I get that, but there is no like deep explanation of what they're actually doing with the bodies in the ground. Like, what what is happening? Like, why do they even need to put them in the ground? I, I they're I, they're making the meat. That's how they make the meat. But what's changing? Uh, well, they, he injects them with a special serum, so maybe somehow it makes the makes the meat tender. Okay. Like that. That's the way what I took out of it. That they were, you know, um, they were harvesting bodies instead of crops, basically. Right. Now, I, I said my views on Vincent and how I, I, I see what he is immediately. Are, are you guys like, do you guys see him as a uh, likable or, or charismatic no, well, person? Charismatic, no. y- yes. But likable, no. <laughs> likable, like 100%. By, no. Are you convinced by his his reasonings for doing what he's doing no <laughs> no of course not i don't like i don't have any <laughs> hey man people gotta eat you know <laughs> damon isn't saying anything and that's a little concerning <laughs> oh well i don't want to step over anyone's audio but um no yeah there are uh politicians that uh, have said that uh, there are too many people in the world it's it's, it's like a, it's like a true thing that uh well, I, sure. I, I mean, I kind of believe that too, actually, but I've talked about that a lot with, with, with people. 
but um i'm i'm not we should know, get a garden started there's no oh, this is a whole we could have like a whole nother discussion outside of this <laughs> we we could i didn't want to say that before because i thought it might open up a, like oh mike's mike's vincent now but um i agree with that with with the population thing but um to me I mean, this that's is... what uh oh wait, sorry mike go ahead no 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 go ahead i was just gonna say i mean that's what china does i mean to the point where they they limit you you can only i think have two kids per family they stopped that oh they, they? stopped that yeah but they used to have okay. that mm-hmm mm-hmm Yeah, so I never was like looking at Vincent as like someone that I had any empathy for or anything, but okay, I just you know it is interesting that they decided to make him have so many different things going on. So, do you think that he ever actually wanted to marry Terry? Because I was never really convinced of that, I don't really know what his motives were. I don't yeah, even think we, he was interested in her necessarily. That, yeah, we, we kind of covered that already. Um, I had just speculated that um, when they poison Terry, Ida, and Vincent, they're setting her up to, they're going to, at some point, they're going to show her what they've done with, you know, with the bodies. And she's either going to accept or reject it. If she accepts it, then she'll be, be they'll marry, her and Vincent will marry her. And she'll become part of the family if she rejects it then they'll kill her um i don't really see how the film the script works beyond that i don't you know from my perspective at least so so then the only point of having the scene where you know she was she wanted to have sex with him and he said that he didn't want to do it till they get married the only point of that then was to kind of show that he supposedly has values was that the only purpose of that scene then well um, and to get the sheriff more involved again because when he hears him about more? yeah because when he hears about the wedding he storms over to the house and gets jealous mm-hmm. and starts the whole those events in action mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey did anybody see um that church that the that Vincent went to where the, the priest had the, the playboys. Did anybody see the name of that church? It, it, it's, I don't remember the full name, but it was called a Eurekaistic church. And I had never heard of that type of church before. Did anybody else notice that? I saw it, but no. yeah, I've never, I had not heard of that either. Yeah. I'll, no, I'll yeah, not at all. Look into that. I mean, there's certain details I probably have to go back and rewatch it a second time. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. like, Mike, what you were saying, you watched it like a month ago. I think I watched it like three, three-ish weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that filmed in California? I don't know. Damon, do you know if that was filmed in California? Or they made that film? Uh, I don't, I do not know. It looked like California. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the pig's head is, uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be real or not. It's hard to tell, yeah. I'm looking at a photo now, and I guess it doesn't, it's, it's, I guess it's possible it could have 
could have been an actual pig. Pigs pig. can get big. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, Mike, yeah. it was it was filled in California, Sable Ranch. Okay. California. I love that you can buy replicas of this pig mask. Yes. <laughs> pretty great. Hey, well, I have another question. What's that? Well, I was just wondering, I was going to ask all of you, have any of you ever stayed in a motel like that? Like that, not that, what they're doing, but yeah. just that type of <laughs> motel. Closest I ever came to was those ones they bought for the, um, what's that place in the Dells? Um, I don't know. Mount Olympus, I think. They bought up okay. all those other motels and... Yeah, those are like all the excess rooms. So it's like, a and they room. they look like that though, where the where the door opens up to outside. Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's like Bates Motel. You know, yeah. the same vibe. Right, mm-hmm. right. So other than that, no. What about you guys? No, I mean normally, I remember as a kid, a lot traveling with my family, it'd be like Motel Six, mm-hmm. so pretty mm-hmm. small, the standard ones. I have, and and I'll say that um, they they are creepy. That you know those types of motels are the the reputation they have in movies. There's a reason they have that reputation because mm-hmm. there's there's weird people. I, I my dad and I stayed in one, not intentionally. It was it was kind of accidental. Um, we didn't know that it was going to be like that, but. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of run down, not in a real great neighborhood. Uh, we, I didn't know this at the time, but there were these these women hanging around uh, that my dad told me later were were prostitutes. Um, so, 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 so it it th- those types of places do have uh, you know that kind of shady reputation and and get mm-hmm. kind of odd clientele sure. sure yeah like rest stops <laughs> yeah yeah damon did you ever stay there um no not really not in a hotel like that no mm-hmm. i'd probably just did spring you... spring a little bit extra money for a better i did, did you guys when i was in like europe a... when i was in europe um i stayed in some kind of sh- some shady we were in this this town in Germany, and there was this there was this flyer. Uh, my friend Rick and I walked up to it. And as soon as we picked up the flyer, this guy in his car rolled right 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 up to us. He's like, "Hey, get in the car! Get in the car! <laughs> <laughs> What's going on?" And so we get in the car, and he drives us to his hotel because that's how desperate they were for for clients. He would just he would, <laughs> he would you know have his car waiting at the corner and whoever picked up a flyer he would just like pull it up next to you and then uh uh tell you to get in the car so that was kind of an interesting situation yeah hmm. wait a minute who who was this that pulled the up? owner of the hotel oh okay yeah he would just sit on a and in his car in the corner and just wait for people to walk by the flyer and if anyone picked up the flyer he would you know <laughs> rush up to him in his car and tell him to get in why because he, he needed people to stay in his hotel. And you guys got in? Yeah, we got in the car and we stayed in his hotel. <laughs> his name was uh, like Uli, I think. 
Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't do that? <laughs> well, I'm I'm did you even know who he was? No, we didn't. See, that's that's what I'm getting at. That's odd. I mean, you could have just that's an abduction. <laughs> Is this like was. taken? Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> And you just like go along with it. I'm just, I'm amazed that you just, you know, it, just... it was just, it was just the city. I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's this walled, this, it's like this ancient medieval walled city in, in like Bavaria. And so, like, mm -hmm. if you ever go there, like, how are you going to find a hotel, like a real hotel, anyways? You're not going to find any like modern type of building. It's all, everything looks like it's from like the 15 or 1600s. Mm -hmm. Uh, hmm. All right. I mean, did you guys? Oh, sorry. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Zoom. Um, um, when you guys like were going into this film, did you think it was actually going to be taking place at the hotel like the entire time, just because of the title of it, or was like, oh, you know, maybe it might be part of it? But I wasn't expecting so little to be like in it, you know. Yeah, I thought there might be more of a focus there in that location for sure. Hmm. Like I really, I had zero expectations of really anything going in other than, yeah, I thought it might be like in my head, I just built it up as slasher film with people that check into a motel basically. Yeah. So yeah, I did expect a lot more, but like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. I just posted a link in the chat. Um, it's called Rothenberg. Mm. If you ever make it, if you ever get a chance, check out Rothenberg. Okay. So, Jeremy, you got another podcast coming up at seven? Yes, I do. Another PCR episode. Doing nice. a Halloween bracket. So, yeah, we'll have to uh, cool. wrap this up tonight. But thanks for being on, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank, yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, it was fun. We'll have to do it again soon.